Hello and welcome to Q&A with the Doc. Today the Doc is in to answer the question, is luck or chance a real thing? Let's hear what he has to say. So a friend reached out to me the other day and she's been reading through the book of Ecclesiastes, ran across verse 11 in chapter 9, asked me the question, is luck or chance a real thing? So let me read uh, the verse and then we'll um, look at an answer. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11, Solomon writes, I have observed something else under the sun. The fastest runner doesn't always win the race, and the strongest warrior doesn't always win the battle. The wise sometimes go hungry, and the skillful are not necessarily wealthy, and those who are educated don't always lead successful lives. It is all decided by chance, by being in the right place at the right time. So it was the last part of the verse that really stood out to my friend as she inquired, hey, wait a minute, I've always heard God is fully in control. I've always believed that God's sovereignty uh, rules and that things don't happen by chance and that luck is not a thing. So what is this verse saying? It literally says it is all decided by chance by being in the right place at the right time. So here's my answer. In the scriptures, we read at least eight different genres. The writing styles are different in each genre. There are the law, wisdom literature, psalms, prophecy, apocalyptic literature, the acts of the apostles, the epistles, and the gospels that make up the different writing styles found in Scripture. And each writing style has a distinct characteristic. The book of Ecclesiastes falls in the wisdom literature category and is categorized as books of wise sayings. And these sayings can come from different perspectives. The author of Ecclesiastes is believed by most to be Solomon, uh, who is the greatest man, the great, or excuse me, the wisest man outside of the Lord Jesus to ever live. He prayed for and God gave him unbelievable wisdom, wisdom that supersedes that of any other that's ever lived or ever will live. However, it's important to understand when reading and studying any genre in the Bible, like this wisdom literature from Solomon, that context is still key. Whether you're reading uh, uh, from the book of the law, which would be the first five books of the Bibles, or the book of the prophets, which would be uh, from prophets like Isaiah and Jeremiah and others, that context is key. Whether you're reading the Gospels, uh, the first four books of the New Testament that give an eyewitness account of the life of the Lord Jesus, context is still key. Understanding the context of any passage will help us truly understand the meaning of the text. Uh, it will help us understand uh, the perspective or the voice that the author is speaking with. Contextually, in the book of Ecclesiastes, Solomon speaks with the voice of a person who does not follow God. In the book of Ecclesiastes, Solomon speaks from an earthly perspective. In the book of Ecclesiastes, the phrase under the sun is used at least 29 times indicating that the wisdom in the book is given from earth, not heaven. Uh, simply put, New Testament language 
uh, it's written from a non-Christian perspective versus a Christian perspective. Practically speaking, the book of Ecclesiastes gives the fully devoted follower of Christ a glimpse into the mind of a lost person. Solomon's voice in the book helps the believer see the emptiness and the hopelessness of those who do not know God through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Understanding this, let me read the verse again. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11. I observe something else under the sun. The fastest runner doesn't always win the race, and the strongest warrior doesn't always win the battle. The wise sometimes go hungry, and the skillful are not necessarily wealthy. And those who are educated don't always lead successful lives. It is all decided by chance, by being in the right place at the right time. So as we read through the book of Ecclesiastes, we see that Solomon is giving us the perspective of life from a person who does not know God, life from a lost person. And a lost person would observe things in life and go, okay, that person must be lucky, or that person must be unlucky, or that thing happened because the stars aligned, or by chance. This simply is not true when we understand the context of the whole of Scripture. But understand there are some things that are true to Christians and non-Christians alike. For example, in the Gospels, there's a story about a wise man and a foolish man talking about a Christian and a non-Christian. And it talks about the weather itself. And it says that the rain came and the floods rise, the rain came and the floods rise. Well, that particular passage would be it indicating that when storms happen, they happen to both lost people and saved people. In other words, I live in Oklahoma City. We're used to inclement weather. We're used to storms rolling in without very little notice. When storms roll through town, they roll through town and affect lost people and saved people. Certain things happen to both. However, we look at these things very differently. Let me explain what I mean. In Ecclesiastes 9.11, Solomon writes, From a lost perspective, I have observed something else under the sun. In other words, from an earthly perspective. The fastest runner doesn't always win the race. Well, lost people and saved people understand that that can be true. As a saved person, I've seen people who are extremely gifted in something lose out to somebody who's not as gifted. The verse continues, and the strongest warrior doesn't always win the battle. I've watched a ball game on any given night, and sometimes the, the team is full of believers versus unbelievers, if you will. And I've seen the unbelievers beat the believers. I've seen those who were stronger spiritually lose a battle to some that weren't as strong spiritually. The wise sometimes go hungry, Solomon writes. This is true for everyone. The skillful are not necessarily wealthy. This is a true statement. But look at the last part, as Solomon says, it is all decided. In other words, whoever has or doesn't have, whoever wins or doesn't win, whoever loses or doesn't lose, Solomon says that these things are decided by chance, by being in the right place at the right time. That simply is a statement that is pervasive from people who do not know God. People who know God understand that that statement is not representative of what is actually taking place. Because we understand the whole of Scripture 
and that God's Word clearly teaches that God is sovereign. This means that God is fully in control and nothing happens that God does not will to happen or God does not allow to happen, His perfect and His permissive will. Some things happen because God determines them to be true. Some things happen because God allows these things to happen. Job's life is a perfect illustration of this. Satan would actually go before the throne of God and ask God for permission to bring calamity upon Job. And each time, God would say, yes, you can do this, you can do this, you can do this. But he put limits on that calamity and he said, but you cannot take Job's life. So God has a perfect will and a permissive will. And in his will altogether, we know that he is fully in control. Nothing happens by chance or because somebody is in the right place at the right time. While this may be the perspective of those who do not know God, this is not reality. Reality is God is in control. Solomon wraps up the book indicating that he truly knows God is in control. And in chapter 12, as he would close the letter with verses 13 and 14, he would write, Now all has been heard. In other words, now that you've listened to this ranting and raving of a madman, he says, here's the conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the duty of mankind. For God will bring every deed into judgment, including every hidden thing, whether it is good or evil. Solomon says, now that you've listened to me rant and rave for 12 chapters, I'm going to conclude this. Fear God and obey His commandments. Fear God and obey His commandments because He's in control. And one day we will all give an account for how we live because life is not by luck or by chance. It is by divine design. So follow God's will. Thanks for the question. I look forward to answering many more. Hope you have a good week. And remember, God loves you and so do we. Take care. Thank you again for joining us on Q&A with the Doc. If you have any questions for Dr. Sean, you can send him a message on social media at at Dr. Sean Keels or send him an email at seankeels at gmail.com. 